Oh, what a tangled web we have weaved ourselves into as we continue with the plunder down under on Tales of the Extraordinary! For those of you tuning into the story just now, well, shame on you. Do we not mean anything to you? We thought we meant something to you. Was it all just a lie? It's all right. We're past it now. What matters is you are here. But what a ride you've missed so far. Masked Vigilante, the Unknown, was lured to the mighty island nation continent of Australia to help free an enslaved aboriginal tribe from the clutches of his old enemy, Mr. H. New York private detective Leroy Brown, yes, yes, we went there, recently uncovered a plot by the federal government to poison speakeasies that has resulted in numerous deaths. And famed explorer, little Dickie Broughton, has been saved from an underground tomb in Siberia by a fellow explorer only to find himself unceremoniously deported. But to where? Oh, me aching head. Damn you, Leo. You didn't need to knock me out. Leo? I say, where am I? Hold on. I know that feeling. I'm on a boat. Ah, good morning, Englishman. I say, who are you? You may call me a thunder. I am your captain and your hero. My what? You do not remember? I'm sorry, but if the blow to me noggin is any indication, I'm a little hazy on memories right now. Last I recall, I was in Siberia. Oh, so far. This is China, Mr. Broughton. Ah, right. I remember Leo threatening to send me away for shaming him or some such. You do not remember the stones, then? Excuse me? Could you refresh my memory? When I saw you, you were being stoned by many people. Whatever for? (laughs) You are a foreigner, and English. Ah, so they were jealous, then. (laughs) (laughs) You are lucky I was there and took your body away before they could kill you. Very lucky, yes. Bully for you. And where are we now, eh? Soon we will be on the river called Xiangjiang. Ah, the Yangtze. Splendid. Are we by any chance headed to Shanghai? Of course. That is why you hired me. I did? Yes. Just before the crowd tried to kill you. Oh, right. It's all coming back to me. I was left stranded at a river port. Uh, My head must have been a little fuzzy at the time. Uh, Fuzzier than now, that is. Uh, How much longer, then? To Shanghai? Maybe one more day at this rate. My ship... She is fastest in China, yes? How convenient. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh? No, not here. Not here what? What not here? The Northern Expedition has come to Nanjing. The KMT has taken over the city. But now they are fighting the communists within their party. Soviets? Here? No. China communists. Powered by the Soviets. That's preposterous. China is no more communist than I am a Yankee Doodle Dandy. For one thing, the British concessions would never allow such a... Now is not the time for talking. See that up ahead? Looks like a war zone. They're shooting each other across the river. Yes. Hold on to your silly hat, Englishman. We are going to drive right through them. Are you mad? We'll be...
Things are getting equally dangerous in the next hemisphere down, as the unknown ace pilot Barry Pike and his koala co-pilot Barney prepare to take what may be their final flight out of an airfield in Brisbane. Minus one Aboriginal elder. No way, Jim. I took a bullet to keep them from getting their ah, hands on you. I'm not about to fly you right into their hands. You and the others should be back with Hassan at what's left of the sanctuary. It's not up to you, Barry. One of the elders must come with you to conduct a spirit journey with our friend here. The only journey I'm going on is to take this plane straight down Mr. H's throat. And if we are too late, if he has already found a way to transfer himself into the dreaming, then you will need to be prepared. You will need a spirit animal to confront him. Like a supernatural weapon of justice? Uh, I, I suppose. I'm in. And so is Jim. Is that all right with you, Flyboy? Fine! I'm not gonna argue anymore. I don't have the energy. Or the blood. Are you sure you should be flying this thing? Of course! If it's my time to go, then I want my hands gripped tight on old Betty's steering rod. You've named your plane... Betty? And my koala Barney, yeah. I've heard it before from your mate, Dickie. Now, close the door, old man. We're starting the engines up in two minutes, so hurry up and do your mystic thingamabob. Hmm. All right. Mr. Unknown, please sit in a relaxing posture. Okay. Oh, that is a good position. You've done this before? I'm not sure what this is, but I trained for many years with warrior monks in Mongolia. Oh, my. I knew there was something special about you. This should be quite easy to grasp. Now, grasp this. What, that log? This is a didgeridoo, mate. A people's musical instrument. Like a flute that you hum into. Um, sure. Grasp it like so. Then put your mouth here. Then, hum. Watch. Seems easy. The trick is to do it without stopping. We call it circular breathing. I'll help you relax and concentrate on my words. You ready? I'm no musician, but I'll try it. Great! You're a natural! As I suspected you might be. Now, focus on your breath. The never-ending cycle. The flow until there is no longer an in or an out, but one breath. Good. Good. Where am I? This is the dreaming. Or really, just a small corner of it. You. You're a... coyote? A dingo. It's my spirit animal. Okay. And we're here to find mine. No. Your animal spirit will find you. Kindred spirits are drawn to each other in this place. But first we must get his attention. How? Following the song lines of the earth. We're going on walkabout, mate! And let's all take a journey of our own to see what sponsor we have today. Get glocked and loaded this Sunday, Sunday, Sunday at Glockenspiel Warehouse. We've got all the Glockenspiels you're after. 295 95 95 
Are you Glock hungry? Are you a Glock glutton? Do you think about Glock day and night? Glock, 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 Glock. Dude, dude, don't be such a Glock blocker, man. Glockenspiel Warehouse. We couldn't have done that without you, so you should be ashamed of yourselves. And now, back to the action. Or the aftermath of action, down on the Yangtze River in eastern China. You must go on without me. There is too much blood. Hang on there, Master Thunder. I'm not giving up on you, old boy. You are a true friend, Mr. Dicky. If only more Englishmen were like yourself. I owe you a life boon, my friend, and I intend to repay it. Look on the bright side. They didn't shoot off both your hands. Even if I survive, what use am I as a one-handed boat captain? Oh, don't be daft. I know quite a few veterans of the Great War with nary a full body of limbs amongst them, and they are some of the most able-bodied men I've seen. Remind me to tell you sometime about me mate Bob. Of course, that's not his real name. It's just what we called him after his legs were blown off in a U-boat raid. See, we found him in the water. He just kind of... Mr. Dickey! You're not helping! Well, I'm trying. If you truly wish to help me, then when we get to Shanghai, you must take me to see Big Ear Du, reader of the Green Gang. He will save Thunder. Oh? You know gangsters? They too owe me favors. I work for them on the rivers sometimes. Thunder is a famous name in the Green Gang. I once made the Kesha run in 12 hours. Big Ear Du will get me the best medical help in Shanghai for free. Or at least he can get Thunder as much opium as I need to forget my own name. Opium? Well, why didn't you say so? Full steam ahead! While little Dicky debates affordable healthcare in China... The unknown navigates the mystical wonders of the dreaming with his guide, Jim. The dream time is a story of things that have happened, how the universe came to be and how human beings were created. We aborigines speak of Jiva, or Gawari, a seed power deposited in the earth. Every meaningful activity, event, or life process that occurs at a particular place leaves behind a vibrational residue in the earth as plants leave an image of themselves as seeds. The shape of the land, its mountains, rocks, riverbeds, and waterholes, and its unseen vibrations echo the events that brought that place into creation. Everything in the natural world is a symbolic footprint of the gods whose actions created our world. As with a seed, the potency of the earthly location is wedded to the memory of its origin. We call this potency the dreaming of a place. Only in extraordinary states of consciousness can one be aware of or attuned to the inner dreaming of the Earth. And that was what that Digi-Doo did. It is a tool to aid in one that's achieving of that consciousness. But I suspect you do not need such tools. Your mind is already attuned to other planes. Whatever. Just tell me what I need to do to get this over with and back to the killing. All in good time. What was that? A spirit animal! Finally! Ah, an alligator. That sounds like my kind of animal. A crocodile, actually. Same thing. So what do I do now? Well, if it is your true companion, it will... Whoa! Not do that! That was a little close. Can this thing hurt me here? Oh yes. If you die here, your mind will be lost to the abyss. 
You will forget who you are, and every day that passes in the waking world will be a lifetime in the abyss. That's something you might have mentioned to me before, don't you think? I did not think it would be this dangerous. This is Australia. I've seen your spiders, I've heard about your snakes and dogs, those kangaroos that know how to box. Everything here is dangerous. Of course. It's what I do. Now he's really mad. He's charging! Watch out! I'll give you a dream, pal. A dream of pain. <coughs> what the hell? Is that a koala? <laughs> he's leaping up on the croc! Believe he's trying to save you! What good is a koala against a gator? Koalas are ferocious beasts! Look at his claws! <laughs> wow. He's shredding the monster's hide. It is retreating back into the river of dreams. Good job, little bear. Look, the koala's approaching you. I think we have found your spirit animal after all. What? This little furball? So it would appear. They're also very territorial and prone to violence. It would seem fitting. Yeah, well, I don't know. What's it doing? Do not move. He is completing your bond. My what? There is no pain! He is merging with you until he becomes you and you become him. Look down upon yourself! Hey, where are my clothes? In the dreaming you exist now as a koala, just as my aspect is of a dingo. Wonderful. Now what do I... What was that? It is time to leave this place. Why? How? Simple. Just... WAKE UP! I noticed, Bonnie. Just hold it together. What's going on? Oh, hello, little Miss Sunshine. Enjoy your nap? Where are we? Approaching Ayers Rock. Luru. Not now, Jim. Seems Mr. H and his Germans have beefed up security around the perimeter. They're peppering us with machine guns and mortars from that post up there on the summit. Simon must have told him we were coming. Your son is... Uh, a real winner, eh? What's the plan? Simple. You bunch grab some parachutes and drop out onto the rock. Are you serious? With those machine guns out there ready to chew us up? Don't worry about them. I'll take care of it. With what? You don't have any guns on this heap. No, but like I said, my driving's a weapon. You're gonna ram them? Calm down, Bonnie. You knew this was a one-way trip for me, mate. Look at me shirt. It's a bloody mess. Literally. Just go, little fella. We'll meet again in the dreaming, eh? I told you, it's kismet. Hurry it up, you tots. Go with them, boy. Don't need your help. Come on, kid. You can ride with me. Thanks, mate. We're ready to jump, Barry. Right. On my count. And Barry... Thank you. Just be sure to make that bastard suffer, eh? His suffering will be legendary. I can guarantee that. Mickey Mouse, get ready. One, two, go, go, go! <laughs> All right, Betty. It's just you and me now. Let's show these Jerry some of our old Aussie charm, eh?
I'm sorry, Detective Brown, but if you aren't going to tell me why you called me here, then I'm going to leave. I know you're a busy man, Mr. Becknell. Becknell, please! And I'm sorry, but... You're the one who should be busy. Busy finding me, boy, Thomas, up there in Providence. Not camping out here in your office, bumping gums. I understand, sir. But if you'll bear with me for just a few more minutes, they were supposed to arrive by now. Who? Suspense, Patrick. Telling you would ruin the suspense I've so carefully built here. Delicate, like a house of cards, yet frangible, like a house of glass. Giving away the answers too soon would bring the house down, kings and all. And you wouldn't want to be the guy to pick up the pieces. You could get cut, because, you know, it's also glass. That's it. I'm leaving. This better be important, Peepa. The boss don't like to be jerked around. Ricky! That was my line. You ruined my entrance. Oh, be chappers. Again? Sorry, boss. Just practicing, you know? I have to uphold a certain image, kid. Maybe when you run your own gang, you could use my material. You're associating with known criminals, detective? Of course. I doubt you'd live that long with a mouth like yours. Hey! Detective! Settle, people. Settle. You bossing me around now, Leroy? Just take a seat. Please. All of you. Kid, maybe I'd like to stand. Sit down, Ricky. Absolutely, Mr. T. Now, you're all probably wondering why I called you here on this fine afternoon. Of course. That's what I've been trying to tell you this whole time. Please, Mr. Becknell. Becknell, damn it! Wow, Irish has got some fight in him, eh? Right, boss. Fighting Irish. Good one. Oh, if I weren't so scared of you right now, I, I swear I'd... I'd pop you out and right in the kisser. Oh, try it, old man. He'd murderize you. If you feel like hitting a kid, I'm not going to stop you. Focus on me, please. I have a very good reason for this here little meeting, okay? Well, then hurry it up, Brown. I haven't got all day. Okay. Here's the skinny. You hired me to find out who's poisoning your speakeasies, right? Sure. You are working for this thug. Keep it up, Irish. Settle. And I have good news and bad news on that front. Oh? Ow? Now, which one to tell you first? The bad news. Ricky! Oh, sorry. The boss wants the bad news. No, kid, I don't. Stop speaking for me. It was rhetorical anyway. Kid never heard of a rhetorical question? Of course I have. Don't. You don't answer a rhetorical question. Where do you find these people? Well, see, I met his boy, Bobby. Don't care. The good news, it is. You found him out? Correct. Then we're done. Give me the names and I'll get a button man to pop them off. Ah, but there's the bad news. It's the government. What? Excuse me? Stay out of this, Irish. It's personal business. You just accuse the government of poisoning people. Am I following you right, son? Correct. After a visit from our local BOI agents the other day, who all but verified their involvement, I looked into it more. Turns out the order came from the president himself. True story. You're telling me the president of these here United States of America ordered the murder of innocent citizens? Yes and no. As you told me the other day to Tony, the feds have been fixing alcohol for years. Right. And your chemists have been refixing it. Right? Hell yeah, 
they have. What a mouth that lad has. Oh, stuff it, you old gaffer. Why, I never. Well, congratulations, Frankie. You pushed the feds to the brink. In desperation, they went all out with a cocktail of darkest death. I had the whiskey from one of your bars analyzed by your own chemists. You did? Why didn't I hear about this? I have my own connections. Let's just leave it at that. Anyway, want to know what they found? Oh, 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 I know! This isn't a schoolroom, kid. I'm pretty sure even little Ricky here couldn't swallow down this mouthful. Let's see here. Uh, right. Says here they discovered kerosene, brucine, a chemical closely related to strychnine. Rat poison? Yep. As well as gasoline, benzene, cadmium, iodine, zinc, mercury, salts, nicotine, ether. Ether? Like Ethel's ether ether? Oh, I'm not done yet. There was also formaldehyde, chloroform, camphor, carbolic acid, quinine, and acetone. Jesus and Mary! They had nothing to do with this, Petrick. As bad as all that sounds, they weren't quite enough to turn your booze into poison. That culprit goes to methyl alcohol. Apparently, the fellas down at the treasury decided to increase the amount to 10% of the total product. It was that last bit that proved most deadly. Uh, outrageous! And you say you have proof. I do indeed. Nothing personal, Irish. But this is a matter between the dick and me, okay? And me too! What is he even doing here, Brown? That was my next chapter in this here tale. You see, Mr. Becknell here... Hey, Irish, aren't you gonna correct him? Oh, I've just given up at this point. Fair enough. Anyway, Mr. Becknell here just bought himself stock in a startup newspaper. Isn't that right, Patrick? To be fair, Hearst has a larger stake in the Enquirer than I, but yes, I am on the board. And didn't you say the cops wouldn't touch this case with a ten-foot pole and a team of indestructible bears? Not in so many words, but yeah. Then I figure, why even bother with the authorities? Let's take this case right to the people. You want to print this story in the Enquirer? Damn straight I do. We'll put it out first thing tomorrow. Uh, but tomorrow is Friday. We're a Sunday afternoon paper. The newsstands won't stock it off schedule. Don't worry. I know where we can get a newsboy to hawk it for us. Why is everyone looking at me? Yeah? I say, is Mr. Do in? Englishman? Why you ask? He done nothing wrong. What? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not with the concession. I'm an independent, uh, a tourist. I'm a tourist. Go away. Go away now, or I'll shoot through the door. Wait! I have brought a friend of Big Ear Do. He needs medical attention. What? Stay here. Hello? I told you. Should have let Thunder do the talking. Shush you. You can barely walk. Conserve your strength or you'll pass out. Who is looking for do? Ah, my trusted guy, uh, I mean, Thunder, here. Uh, he was caught in the crossfire of one of your silly civil war battles downriver. He needs a... Thunder! Why didn't you say so? Who? Yo! Take him inside. Sheshe, do you shang? Do not worry, Thunder. Your life is in do's hands. And you... Englishman! Yes? How can I repay you for helping my friend? Well, if you insist, I do need a lift to Hong Kong, if possible. Not a problem, my friend. 
Come inside. We will work something out with the dog man to get you our next pirate junk south. Oh, that's very kind. I'm sorry. Did you say pirate? Barry Pike dead. The president poisoning fellow Americans. And little Dickie, Chinese pirate. This episode had more twists than a chubby checker concert. I guess you guys aren't ready for that, but your kids are gonna love it. <laughs> However, shall we resolve all this madness in just one more episode? Find out next Monday at Meltdown Comics as we bring you the conclusion to the plunder down under, courtesy of the one and only Tales of the Extraordinary! Thank you.